promptly admitted it. Thank you very much. Can I please someone uh, read the 12 traditions? Hi, my name is Jackie and I'm an alcoholic. Hi, Jackie. Hi. Um, number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon AA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, the loving God as he may express himself in our group. Our leaders are but trusted servants that we do not govern. Three, the only requirement for AA membership is the desire to stop drinking. Four, each group should be anonymous except in matters affecting other groups of AA or AA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to alcoholic who still suffers. Six, an AA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the AA name to any related facility outside enterprise, lease problems of money, property, and prestige diver, diver us from We're our primary purpose. We're our seven. <laughs> Every AA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight. Alcoholics Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, AA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Alcoholics Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the AA may ought never been drawn into public controversy. Eleven. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. Well, and anonymity is the spiritual foundation of our traditions <laughs> ever remaining us. To the place to the Very good. Thank you. All right now. Is there anyone new to AA? Please give us your first name so we can welcome you. Is there anyone new to AA that we can welcome you? Is there anyone outside the 925 area code? Okay, now we will go ahead and read from today's reflection. My name is Fernando Markaholic. We're uh, Fernando. sitting in for the secretary. There's extra books up here if anybody needs them. December 22nd. All right, now we'll get right into it. It's uh, Principles, Not Personalities. The way our worthy alcoholics have sometimes tried to judge the less worthy is, as we look back on it, rather comical. Imagine, if you can, one alcoholic judging another one. The Language of the Heart, page 37. Who am I to judge anyone? When I first entered the fellowship, I found that I liked everyone. 
After all, AA was going to help me to a better way of, of life without alcohol. The reality was that I couldn't possibly like everyone, nor they me. As I grown in the fellowship, I learned to love everyone just from listening to what they had to say. That person over there, or that one right here, may be the one God has chosen to give me the message I need for today. I must always remember to play principles above personalities. Awesome. I'm Fernando, alcoholic. Hey, Fernando. I remember I was, uh, I got 23 years uh, sobriety. I live in Los Angeles. And uh, this is my second time around. But this is really interesting. When I was uh, about five years sober, I, I got a job in uh, Sacramento from L.A. And I came up and I started uh, helping managing a body and fender shop. And then I wanted to, uh, I didn't hook up with my, program right away. Uh, I hit the uh, the traditions groups over there in Sacramento, which is a great fellowship there. But I, uh, I started getting involved in, in life because five years of sobriety, the uh, promises started kicking in again. And I wanted to buy some property. I bought five acres up in Orville and I was putting a trailer on there. And, uh, you know, had all these dreams of building a cabin and so forth like we all do. <laughs> And life was going good. But I was neglecting my, my, my spiritual side. And it got to a point where the trailer, uh, I had troubles getting the trailer up there. The lights wouldn't work. The car heated up. I had to drop it off and leave it at a farmer's. Uh, you know, anyone that had mercy on me get that trailer out of the road because it, I couldn't pull it no more. The car wouldn't do it. Uh, I came back uh, almost ready to drink to the fellowship in uh, Sacramento on the um, the tradition tradition group and, and I was just sitting there you know just totally dazed at the end of the meeting a guy came up to me and he, and he said here's a, here hi welcome to AA here's here's a pamphlet of how what we are and everything it's really kind and I said hey, I got five years and then he said you got five years and he got on my face and goes, you should be a secretary. You should be doing those things. <laughs> you know, and, and he was all pissed off. And, and, and I responded properly. I got up, I said, yes, sir. And I got three commitments right after that. I got a, uh, I started running the, uh, the men's meeting at the, called the, uh, uh, it, they taken the, the name out of the 12 and 12. It's called uh, uh, Rebellious Dogs all the way. <laughs> Rebellion is page 73 on the 12 and 12. Rebellion dog, and they use it as a verb. Rebellion dogs all the way. I took that commitment. Then I took a commitment of answering the phone from midnight to 8 in the morning. From the uh, At that time, the central office will forward your phone number to their any calls that will come in. Usually people looking for meetings. I, I didn't get any distress calls, but I was I was doing that shift, and then I took another meeting. The point I'm getting to, I can hear Jeff in the back of my head. What's the point, Fernando? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go. Uh, I got a job dropping off dog food. I was going to y Yuba City. It was early in the morning. I was really busy with this AA. Really busy working. I'm back. On, I'm in a good good now I'm, I'm spiritually high because i'm i'm just serving i'm thinking about others thinking about others i'm so busy when i got to yuba city it was about seven in the morning i was taking i had a, a lift gate i was taking a, a, about a 1500 pound pallet full of uh, dog food into the to the feed place i was going to drop it and push it around and stuff so you got to use a lot of and then I, it's got the the plate is like this and it's got two chains holding the uh back of the of the of the bob, bobtail. I was pulling the trade off and I got too close to the edge and dropped it too late. And when I dropped it, I caught my, my foot in between the pallet of 1500 and I couldn't get out and, and, I, and I lost my balance and I was falling backwards. You know, and I was like four feet off the ground, so it was going to tear all this apart. I was just stuck. I couldn't pull the foot. But you know, I had the presence, presence of, of being of service, the love. Ah, I was like a high on something. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens, you know. I'm going backwards, you know. 
I just did not have like uh, the. Tr and all of a sudden, I felt two hands. Boom. A hand, and then the the kid. Boom! Flung me to the other side. He flung me so hard back up that I almost went to the other side. Luckily, I was stuck right there. And I looked back and I said, "Where you come from?" He goes, "Oh, I'm coming to work early. I'm just watching you unload." Oh, a uh, 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 guy that worked. So, so the point I'm making is. I have been my happiest when I've been my busiest. When I look back. My first year in AA, I had to go to uh, chemistry, chemistry school. I wanted to do air conditionings. Uh, and I had to go to uh, interview school and AA, work, family. And you got to get some sleep, too. Maintenance. Like, and it's so busy. And I look back. That, that was, I, I was a spiritual experience, and I was so happy. You know, because I was out of myself, out of my normal thinking. I was thinking about others. And, and I really believe that's what the, our triangle in AA is all about. Recovery, unity, and service. Now, this is my second time around. I got 23 years now. <laughs> I should have had like 35 because I came in 1981. And I got all the beautiful promises, the real estate, the offices, all the glory, all the honor and all that stuff. And then I forgot about AA, and I took a drink at a, you know, at, at a wedding. Oh, it's a good cause, right? Your sister's getting married. Again. <laughs> and again. You know? And that, I lost everything. I ended up with a hamster or a hamper. I don't remember what it was. But at 36 years old, I ended up in front of my mom's lawn again. So Gardner had mercy for me and gave me a ride over there. I had a house. I had a Mercedes-Benz. We opened up a real estate office. We were selling securities, bonds, and all kinds. Of, you know, we had all these great syndications and everything. But without that, that triangle, the powers in here, servicing, helping, and, 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 you know, recovery, now life is good. I, I go, go to Hawaii. I, go to, I come up here. I live in L.A. I drive up here, the in-laws and everything. And, and I have a good understanding with my higher power. You know, I don't really have to, the, you know, life is a serious, I think someone said it, acceptance and correction. Acceptance and, and correct. And be able to open up and correct, like, like when the guy spoke to me. So that's what I like about AA. And with that, I hope, uh, Merry Christmas. The spirit of Christmas. I had a lady that got two years. She got. Uh, she she went into prison for uh, not prison for. Uh, she went into um, jail. She chose jail other than than doing, uh, you know, working on the freeways. And she said, you know, they handed me a big book over there. They didn't know I was an AA. And she said, when I read the last chapter, the last thing, around two three in the morning, they let me out at six in the morning after fifty days or something like that. You know, the higher power uh, put in your situation. She just accomplished two years, and I got the spirit of Christmas with her joy, her gratitude, the coins and the cake and stuff. And, and, and wow. So, all right, I said I would be quiet. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Thank you, guys. Uh, we don't clap over here. The kids, in L.A., they, they clap a lot, a little too much, like a bunch of walruses. All right, Keith. It's Keith, I'm an alcoholic. You know, uh, I already, I, you know, this is, uh, this is me. I don't, I'm not a, a real judger since I've been in AA. When I was in NA, or when I... You know, I, uh, uh -oh. I, I was a, I was an epic judger, right? But for whatever reason, uh, when I came around the alcoholics, I, I, I try, you know, I have to, I have to fuck something up pretty good to understand how to do, get it right. Whoa. So, um, uh, I'm not a real judger. I, uh, I like to come and help and, and, and I try to be of service and, and I work in this field and uh, and I stay pretty busy.
Um, I don't know if I'm as excited about it as you are. Okay. Or, uh, maybe I'm too busy. Uh, but it's uh, good. It's be- it's a, it's a it's a beautiful life. It's great to watch people overcome their struggles. It's it's great to see people come back and um, you know I always. It's it's nice to see somebody struggle with the literature. I remember I did, and I remember how wonderful it was when I was in here. There was just a couple people in here and uh, struggling with the literature a little bit. Good times for me, right? Now I just have to slow down. Keep, you know, I'm thinking of my head. Don't leave. Um, but it's beautiful. I love it here, and I love how you said um, how you said that this is where this is the, this is our foundation. Right, if we forget this, everything else goes. These are our, our roots, and uh, you know, so many, so many people uh, are so self-important these days, right? On their phones, whatever. Worried about likes on Facebook or whatever you guys do. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I love it here. This is my social media here. <laughs> That's all. Thank you. I am Cheryl Milhall. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, everybody. Um, this is a little off subject, but um, I guess I, I had mentioned that my sister uh, uh, was diagnosed with tumor, <coughs> brain tumor. And uh, she actually had her surgery a couple days ago. And uh, thank God that the tumor was benign. Oh, thank God. Yeah. There's a little bit of remnant still of the tumor left in there. They have to give her a little bit of radiation, but she's going to be fine. So I'm thankful for that. Um, normally, if I was not, if I wasn't coming to these meetings and seeking God in all my ways, I would, I probably would not have been able to handle it too much, too well. But I found that um, the more I pray. The more I keep God first, my higher power, who I choose, choose to call God. Um, as long as I keep Him first, then I'm, um, I was able to handle it better. So I'm really thankful that I'm thankful for my family. My daughter's actually here with my grandson. So I'm pretty happy. And they're staying a couple days. So um, I'm really thankful to everyone here. I'm thankful to the group today. I've come to a place where I I accept the things I cannot change. Yeah. So I always think I can change everything, right? Hmm. So <laughs> it's just good to be here. Thank you. Merry Christmas everyone. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you. part here that says uh, the reality was that I couldn't possibly like everyone or they me as I've grown from listening to what they have to say. <clears throat> that's that's probably the only judging I, I've been doing lately. I'm kind of like to surrender to just even trying to make this work, just letting me God just go. <clears throat> I hear things from everybody. Keith, I watch you constantly meditating and praying or whatever you're doing. Um, and that's the principles, right? It's not the personalities. You know, I just kind of suck in the stuff like this morning, the girls laughing over a little thing about anonymity and, and uh, <laughs> But it's cool to laugh. Yeah. Hey, it's the best to laugh at yourself. That's right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's good to hear that. It's good to see them smiling. You know? Good times. We're always out there, you know, in our misery. Finally. Uh, I don't know, today, that's the judgment I made. Um, even with the, you know, the troubles that I just had recently, you know. And I've just let that all go. You know, I talked about that forgiveness, the opposite of the resentment. And I, that's where I was, in that disease of resentment, and that anger. They pulled me down to a depression, see. Um, 
You know, and, and I was listening to a lot of negativity on their part yesterday, and I just listened. I didn't say anything. But I even heard them repeat a lot of stuff that I said that they were like, come on, man, you're paranoid, man. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> now they're like sending me messages, hey, check this out. I don't even say anything back. I'm just like, I don't need that. I don't need that stuff. I know. Um, but it's kind of just funny. I'm not really judging them, I'm just letting it let that go. I know, I just like how God's just working more apart from you. Just a starting, you know, thinking of surrendering, and that's what it is. I just really surrendered um, all that was going on. So, you know, the beginning of my stuff, or the end, or whatever. I remember that day that I just said, this guy told me to pick my battles. And I was like, I'm going to pick my battles. I mean, I'm just fighting the battles that are coming to me. You know I mean? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's good. For today, it's just good. You know, whatever I'm doing, it's doing it right. It's every day, it gets better. I still, still get stupid thoughts. I had stupid thoughts in my head yesterday. Shook them off. Um, Away. I had heard somebody share Friday um, on the, this time of year, you know, and that's, you know, this was my, um, November was my birthday as far as recovery, and uh, I always had a trouble on my birthday, and then like he mentioned this time of year, just for some reason, um, it gets stressful, so I really look at those similarities now. When I first came, I really didn't. Um, I didn't feel the similarities. I always felt the differences, and that's how my brain was wired. You just look at all the differences. Uh, it's working well in my life because now all I do is I, I see the similarities, and uh, really I feel a part of. I feel feel sick. I guess <laughs> I am. I'm a sick person, mm. and, and I realize that. Before I just thought I was faking it so well that I wasn't sick that uh, I made other people believe that. that uh, I believed it myself. No. Yeah. Anyway, I'm out. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you. I'm Fernando Alcoholic. Let's no. go ahead and uh, break for the seven traditions, please. We are self-supporting to our own contributions. And can I get a volunteer, please, to read the uh, promises? Anyway, we'll shake it up a little bit. <laughs> Thank you. Is that what we do? We read the promises? Yeah. <coughs> Thank you very much. Now we'll get back to our meeting. Let's go. Uh, if you have any, um, like he brought a, gr- a great subject of the topic that uh, I used to judge everybody before because I couldn't get those presents. You know, it was such a big deal all the time and, and getting in debt and all that stuff. But, you know, the seven tradition has helped me right here. We're self-supporting, you know. Uh, I've grown in the fellowship. I learned to love just from listening to what they had to say. That's 
what I get today. Ozzy. <laughs> Thank you for coffee. You're on. I'm grateful for this partnership. I'm grateful for the people that are in it because I continuously to learn things about myself. And uh, <coughs> I had some. I was in my head yesterday because someone uh, was taking my inventory, uh, telling me that. Um, I mean, I told them that they were too hard on themselves. You know, that you got it, you can do it, you know, give yourself a break. And um, they pulled my coat and told me that they just wanted to hang out with me. They didn't want me, that I always was teaching. So it hurt my feelings because I thought I was a pretty cool person to hang out with, you know, and am I always teaching and where did that come from? Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I accept it today as a compliment because I do have something to say. You know, and that's just the bottom line. And, um, you know, I want the best for everyone. And, you know, maybe I am teaching um, when I interact with people. And I, you know, take my inventory and, you know, I'm okay with that today. You know, because one of the things about that is um, I, I'm not going to allow anyone to stop to allowing me to be who I am, who God has created me to be. Because I, that's God's business. And, and my responsibility today is to be the best person that I can be, to stay prayed up and my meditation prayer, and be there to help others. Because, you know, I was helping them. I'm opening my gym membership to let them come to the gym with me. But, you know, as it is, not everyone is going to like me. And I'm not going to like everyone. And this message was truly, you know, what I needed to hear. And I'm going to love that person unconditionally mm. and, and, and respect them and their opinion of me. But I'm going to love me because God has given me a platform. And that platform is this program. And that's who I'm about. I'm about this program. I'm about doing the next right thing. I'm about uh, what I'm doing in my personal life. It transcends into the steps. It transcends into being the hand that's out there to help someone else. You know? And I'm grateful for this fellowship. I'm grateful that I have a place to come. I'm grateful um, that I have uh, commitments, you know. My commitment is that my life is a living amends because of all the hell that I took people through. You know, today I'm working on my eighth step, you know, and I get to, you know, my sponsors are real hard ass. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm having to pray for these people that's on my list, you know, and that I'm having to actually list what the situation was and what it what harm it did, you know, and so it's thorough. And I've done an eight step before, more than once, you know, but this time it has a deeper, it has depth to it because I understand this program a little bit more. I, I, I understand it just a little bit more. I don't know everything, but I can attest to when I first came around, you know, and as, as, uh, Fernando said, you know, those promises that started to present themselves. And, you know, I arrived and I could have a drink. And all those things that I had gotten, you know, slowly just left, you know, the material things, those relationships. And coming back this time, it's about having known, having experienced God's love, having, you know, sincerely come in the first time working steps because of the desperation of the lifestyle that I had before I got here, you know, having seen the fruits of this program, because, see, I had a God of what I understood at that point. I had the religion, you know, but I didn't have the spirituality. So coming back this time, you know, I get to really know a little bit about if I do just, if I did the work then, if I do even more, what I'm getting to is that the depth of the steps now is a little bit deeper because a few 24 hours ago when I had to do my sixth and my seventh, I had to get some extra literature, approved literature, to really take a look at what those character defects were. So I have a better understanding. And I think the more that we do this, it's just like doing exercise, the more that we do this, the better understanding that we get. And it's an individual program. Everybody is different. You know, and I'm, I'm glad that I have something that keeps me 
focusing on making myself, improving myself, you know. And the beauty of this program is that, you know, the gratitude, because there's people in my life that love me. You know, there's people in my life that want to see me succeed, you know. And there's people, you know, and there's other alcoholics, you know, who love me unconditionally because they know. You guys know. You know, you guys, when I, I can talk to someone and immediately in this room, then immediately, you know, there's a solution. You know, I, there's only one thing that I want to do in this life. And that's to be the best person that I could be, just for today. Because tomorrow is really not promised to me. You know? I'm going to keep coming back. I'm going to keep suiting up. I'm going to keep showing up. And I'm going to remember, you know, it's principles. It's my personality. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, my name is Bill. Yeah, as Ozzy was speaking, it just reminded me of a lot of things. I can remember coming in here and people who didn't really know me welcomed me and embraced me. And, you know, there was a lot of different personalities in the room, each individual personality. There was also a set of principles. And those principles were the principles of this program that, that kind of superseded those personalities. In other words, the, the individual person personality to the back seat to the group of traditional uh, uh, see the thing is the principles in these traditions when they talk about when they talk about that 12 tradition it just simply means that that we don't allow ourselves to have a personal personalities to get in the way of the principles that we are taught to, to, uh, to practice on a regular basis See, see, we're given a set of principles to live by. So, so, so we we actually take those principles and put them ahead of our own personalities. As a matter of fact, it makes my personality better every time I practice a principle of AA. Those differences don't necessarily go away, but the principles are consistent. The difference in our personality, and I think our personality begins to take on a different change, and and we begin to perceive things differently once we start to practice the principles. You know, I, I came in and they said, get a sponsor and do these minute meetings and work the steps. And, and I, I'm trying to choose somebody I like. You know, when it came down, I, I'm going to work with a guy. And, and so, but, but it, it, it was more deeper in that. And it wasn't until I, somebody shared and told my story, and I saw somebody that I wanted what they had. Not that I was attracted to their personality. I, I was more attracted to, to the message they had. And that's what sold me, and that's the person I chose. And then there was, there was a big difference. It wasn't that I, you know, I can't say I, I didn't like my sponsor. You know, and, and I didn't go on in, but I like what he had. And that's what I wanted. And I chose him. And I got the same sponsor today that I had that I first guy back in 2002. And, and actually, there's still some differences in terms of our personalities. But he's been consistent in terms of the principles. And I think that's what gets us right now. And sometimes we have to, we have to allow those to take to take president over our individual personalities. Because if we want to go on our own, and I know I went out on my own with my own set of values, with my own set of principles, and they didn't get me nowhere. I mean, they got me here. <laughs> you know, but when I, but when I, you know, this program offers us some principles to live by, and they talk about a design for living. And this program, you know, a lot of times we, we yeah, I feel my mind don't always expand to see the big picture. I'm looking at these little bitty things, and sometimes that can be, you know, the best thing for me in some cases, and the worst thing in some cases, because if I look at it negative. In a negative way, somebody talked about not allowing the negativity to keep me from moving forward. And I was just thinking about <clears throat> personal relationships. You know, 
even in my own family, to where I still have some issues. I, you know, I do. It don't mean since I've been, I haven't had a drink in a long time, I still got other issues. And then I got, got you know, I, I want to call, be a shot caller, and I'm really not a shot caller. I always thought I was, but I'm not. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. You know, and I have to step back. I have to always be aware of my party and how my personality, my individual personality, really affects other people and how, as, a, as opposed to practicing the principles, I'm trying to impose my will upon somebody. And, 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 and that's not good. That don't show much growth. It's when I'm able to apply these principles in situations. That means I'm taking a back seat. My personality is taking a back seat. And, and that's where I need to be. And to me, that means humility. But I can be humble and allow other, other things to control my thinking and my direction and, and my relationship with other people. Then, for me, that's a sign of growth. And that's exactly what I try to practice today. It's the principles that I've been taught here. You know, I mean, I practice my principles long enough. <clears throat> So it's time for me to try something. You have to do some, some different stuff in order to get some different results. And as a result of it, these promises that he's talking about, somebody read the promises, is beginning to, to come true. And, and toward an alcoholic like myself, which was a low bottom drunk, I mean, you know, because I lost everything. I got homeless and slept on outside. I was under the bridge. And, Went to jail a lot of times, and my family left me, and a whole bunch of stuff. And now I got everything back plus more today. Is it because I'm this guy, this great guy who know how to do this? No, it's because I'm still, I'm still that guy, you know, who practices a set of principles that I didn't have before. And and, I, and you know, I got a, a higher power. God, who's restored me to more than I ever had, even though I lost everything. Mm -hmm. But now I got more than I ever had before. Not, not in the sense of material stuff, but I got some stuff inside. I got some peace and serenity inside that money can't buy. Mm -hmm. See, 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 uh, And it's just a result of doing something different, practicing a new set of principles, applying the principles of the program to my life. And, and it's been, well, you know, I'm just glad to be here. I wish everybody have a nice holiday. And, and uh, they still talking about, people still telling me to rest my voice. I, I just, uh, I had a good checkup. They say, oh, Bill, you still need to rest your voice. <laughs> they say it takes, it takes six to eight weeks. And my eight weeks is not up yet. They say, going on six to eight weeks, you, you need to rest your voice. And although my voice is kind of getting a little bit better, you know, uh, it's hard for me to stay quiet that long. Because like Austin was saying, is that, if you got something to share, you, you can't hardly, you, you can't hide it. I mean, it's like lighting a lamp and putting it on a bush or a basket. If you live, if you got a light, you got to let that light shine some kind of way. And for me, by letting my little light shine, it's, it's to share what this program has done for me and, and what God has done for me with others. So, so, so maybe they'll try the program and try God and try both. I tried both. I, I did, you know, came here and said, God sent me here, or the program sent me to God, or whatever. Some people, I, I heard it both ways, but either way, with that combination, I don't think you could lose. With the principles of this program, and our trust and belief in God, our high power, I, I really don't see no way you could really, go, you could really lose with that combination. It's a winning combination. These principles is, is, is powerful. They're powerful. When we look at both 
12s. We see the word spiritual come up, and she talked about being spiritual. When we look at the 12 traditions, we look at spiritual. When we look at the 12 steps, we look at spiritual. And, 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 and basically, that's just trying to emphasize the spiritual aspect of the program. And realize that we're not doing that. We're not, we, you know, we can't do this thing by ourselves. You know? And it's okay for to depend on God. There's nothing wrong with saying, I, I trust God, I depend on God. I mean, that's healthy. So, so I'm not ashamed of that. Because that's where I am. That's all I got. <laughs> Thanks, Cheryl, for a door and uh, herself for being here. Yeah. yeah. Jacqueline. Yeah, I'm pretty on that I don't do too much talking, but this reading that they hit me, as far as judging. I know back in the day, you know, I got my last DUI June, last June. Been in one ten years prior to that, and another one seven years prior to that. And I never really got it, because I didn't want to accept being an alcoholic. It's like, what? Alcoholic? I don't I'm an alcoholic. I don't be drinking alcohol and shaking and shit. I'm a beer drinker. Blood lights is my thing. So that was my past to not be an alcoholic. But then again, I never really thought about all of the DUIs either. It's like, I, I, I kind of remember about 15 years ago, I was really, really bad with it. I would keep a beer between my legs 24 hours a day to the point that a lot of people in the house I would go with, like, alcoholic, man. Every time I see you got a beer. So I would hide the beers. I would drink it up before I go over to the house. The program showed me all of this here. I never really thought about it. It's like, why do you want to hide it? Just don't drink it. But now I'm going to drink it before I go up in there because I don't want them to see. I just left 30 minutes ago and I had one. Now I got another. So I was in denial of that a lot of, a lot of years to the point that I just wouldn't accept being, being let. I looked at it like, how in the hell is that damn can right there more powerful than you? I just didn't understand that. You know, I always thought I was in control of shit. But the, the police wasn't lying. I mean, all these DUIs said something. That was just one uh the reason I had to mention that. Just like when you go to a party, you don't dance until your song come on. I don't talk until something hits me. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I almost fell off the wagon a couple days ago. You know, I do the cooking in my family. My mother and daddy is gone now, so. My daddy from Mississippi, he taught me how to cook just like somebody's grandma. So I'm cooking a gumbo uh, this, this Christmas. And uh, I got the money, I got all this. I, what I did was invite every damn body. Now I got a lot of pressure on me as far as, you know what I'm saying, you really going to do it. Before, I used to, like I cooked this Thanksgiving, cooked the turkey, the whole get down with it. And I didn't drink anything. Normally, I had to drink. That just makes it all fall in place. The food tastes better. It's just everything is just right. I didn't drink this Thanksgiving. I'm not going to drink this uh, this Christmas. But the pressure's still here. It's like, and I've learned up in here, we take little shit and blow it way into big shit. You know what I'm saying? Because now that I look at it, it's like, what the fuck? Just go buy all the shit and cook. What's the big deal? But, I'm making a big deal, okay, well, I got to get the fresh crab. I got to go way to the housewife market, you know. I got to go find this, I got to go, I'm just putting all this shit on myself for nothing. The other day, I, I said to myself, two days ago, it's like, shit, I got to have me a cold. So I'm saying, no, because when you do that, you're going you to open that can of arms up, it ain't just going to be that cold. You know what I'm saying? You may just have enough sense to drink one or two to set it down, but you didn't open the can up already. So that leaves you room for the next day. Okay, well, I did good today. You know what I'm saying? I'm just probably drunk two tall cans. That was it. You know what I'm saying? I just got a little bug. wasn't drunk, wasn't hot. Now I'm getting an illusion. Oh, you can handle this shit. But being in these rooms and being clean before and going off clean, going off, 
It's finally sinking in to the point that I just don't want to get that can, that first can, because I know that I'm not stupid. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the sharpest, but I'm not stupid. I know if I grab that one can, it ain't going to just be that one can. A couple days later, it's going to be another can. Oh, it's a good reason. I'm out here detailing my car. I'm hot and cold, because those was my tradition. You know what I'm saying? I lived in Stockton a long time, and it's hot out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ain't nothing like washing a car, detailing a car. With some cold ones up in there, you know what I mean? <laughs> so that mindset, you know what I'm saying, is slowly, I haven't heard that urge from a thing. You know what I'm saying? But the mindset is still there. So I know this Thanksgiving, I mean, this Christmas, I'm not going to drink anything, and I've already sized it up. I found a little uh, place right here to get my crab at. I ain't got to go way out there. Right here on, you know, y'all know what's that little Chinese place that got live crab and things. That was my biggest thing, finding fresh crab. I won't drive way down there. So I just took the little shit, made it big, and, and, and kind of stressed myself out. I was like, shit. You invited all these people over. How you go? This family members, of course. And I thought about it. It's so like, just go do it and just be done with it. But I just want to mention that because of a reading this morning about the uh, judging of the people. You know, I didn't have a shake and all that stuff. You know, I didn't have to have no beer. You know what I'm saying? Like people be, you know, I used to go buy cigarettes at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. People buying alcohol and stuff like that. You know, I had it all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, you know, I just didn't want to just say I'm the same as that guy right there. But I bet you that guy right there ain't never had a damn DUI either. So, I'm just out there. I'm rambling now. Okay. I'm done. Thanks, Thanks, Freddy. Thanks, Freddy. Gerard is an alcoholic. Hey, Gerard. Yeah, these, I can't get over this judgment and constantly judging people. You know, I was on walking in, in the parking lot today and looking at everybody and making the judgments. Look at that guy. Look at this woman. You know, what are they? What are they thinking, you know? And it's my character defects. It's my my problem in my head. And it's nothing to drink over, that's for sure. But I'll be honest, I can't, I can't, I'm judging my God. Because it's like, when am I going to get that spiritual feeling? And the other day, it was amazing. You know, I was sitting here in the parking lot up there, I parked it, and there were two beers just sitting there, glass bottles, and I collect things like that going for going to the uh, recycle place. And I picked them up, and one of them was full, a full 12-ounce beer. And I'm asking God, this is the sign you're, you're giving me? I don't understand, Father. What do you want me to do? And a, a voice came in my head, and he said, wow, I want you to stare at that, Gerard. I want you to just look at that, because that's your disease. That's how close you are to giving up. You're almost six months now. On January the 8th, I'll have six months of sobriety. I haven't been this sober since 14, 15 years old, from what I remember. And, you know, so I brought it up in the meeting after the speaker spoke. He was a dynamic speaker. He had all this fire in him. And he said, I bet you guys were wondering why I have all this fire in me. And then when I spoke at my turn, I said, well, I know why you have that fire in you. It's the Holy Spirit. That's why you're so much on fire. And I told him my story about those two, those two glass bottles and, you know, I told him about that and about how I prayed about it. And I said, and by the way, I'm not going to drink, I'm not drinking that beer. I'm going to pour it out. And I did pour it out that night. And my dog was in the car, and she was just, like, so happy, you know, when I poured it out. Dogs have spirits. They do. And I told my ex-wife that, the one I live with, in a room for rent, she's like, you really poured it out? I go, look, it's on the ground right there. You know, I, I showed her the, the, the suds of it. She's like, okay, great. I said, I can't drink that beer. I know I know how close it'll ruin my sobriety. And I, then I told my sponsor, I had a meeting that night with him, and he really told me a good analogy. He said, well, you know, Gerard, that is your God talking to you because 
he's telling you that if you would have drank that beer, that empty bottle tells you that's how empty your soul would become. You'd be empty again spiritually. And I thought about that. Wow, that's so true. I'd be empty inside if I drank that beer. Even though it's just one twelve ounce Budweiser, though it's a five, you know, five point one. I would have got a little buzz on that, slamming it. I've been drinking six months almost. I probably would have got a buzz. <laughs> but would it have been worth it? No. No, it wouldn't have been worth it because I know, as Freddie's saying, it's so true. Once we drink that one beer, then it's like, where's the next one? Where's the tall boy that I used to get? Where's the twelve pack? Where's the case? And with the case, where's that half pint of vodka that I used to slam down? Especially during the holidays. Or brandy with my eggnog. You know, my brother's coming over for Christmas, and he's a drinker. And I bought some ginger ale this time, and that's what I'm going to drink for Christmas, ginger ale. And, you know, nobody's going to say, well, what's in your glass? Well, I got ginger ale over ice. There's, oh, it's your drink? It's my toast. Here's my toast. And that's how I'm going to approach that. And he already knows I'm in Alcoholic Anonymous. I don't think he's going to go any further than that. He understands, and so does all my family. They're not going to judge me while they're drinking their wine. But thank you, Freddie, for bringing that up. And thank you, everybody in this group. You know, you guys... You're my therapist. I have a therapist now, but I can come here and get therapy. Thank you. And don't drink, don't drink this Christmas, please. We pray for everybody. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks, you. Come straight down. Suggestions we want to give to newcomers that come in here aren't like you should be sponsoring you. That's the suggestions that we want to give the people that we see that have what we want and they're trying to maybe slip a little bit, you know. With it, it, and you have the evolution, the maturity of practicing the principles that when somebody came up to you and said this, you didn't do the you know this, you did the you're right, right? Humility. So in these rooms. Suggestions are for everybody, man. Not the dude that's got day one and that's it. It's the guy that's got 20 years and he's looking like shit. You know, it's the one. Because I got to come here every day so I remember who I am. And I, I'll forget these things quickly if I don't read them and hear them and hear Freddie's story. I mean, it's so nice to hear people. This is what an AE meeting is all about, man. It's about talking about life and how life happens and then the sprinkles of alcoholism and stuff, but it's really life. You know, Fernando's life wasn't sent, you know, he had all the promises and then things started going sideways. It wasn't because he started drinking, it was because he started not practicing the things that he learned. You know, Jeff talks about all the time, 15 years of sobriety, he goes out and slips because he gets away from the program. So it's all about suggestions. We listen to somebody that's got, you know, six months or whatever and, and it's like, that principle that he's practicing is keeping him sober today. That's the same principle I've got to practice, and Keith has to practice, and Lavelle has to practice. So, only 12 of them, only one of them is a requirement. The 12 over here are just suggestions. So again, and, you, and for me too, again, I see people that have 20 years of sobriety, and they're not happy, joyous, and free. Probably not going to go to that guy and ask him to be my sponsor. Probably going to talk to somebody that I like Lavelle was talking about, i got to work with somebody, you know? I don't need to be his best friend, but I kind of want to be able to speak the same language. Yeah. Um, again, looking for similarities, not differences. 
if you look for differences, you're going to see yes. You know, you're eligible too. Well, I didn't shake when I was drinking. Fucking, I shook when I was drinking. I, I, no, I didn't shake when I was drinking. I shook when I wasn't drinking. Uh, you know, so I, but I haven't, you know, I, I have had three DUIs, so I got that with you. Um, yeah, you, you know. Do. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I haven't been in prison yet for killing somebody, so I guess I can go that route, right? Um, so yeah, it's all about suggestions, and the suggestions are for everybody. Take what you want to buffet, and and and, and if you and if you don't get enough, there's plenty more suggestions to be heard. Just gotta ask somebody. Like I like to say this all the time, though, if you ask for, for somebody's suggestion, it's not asking for a debate. Right. It's asking them their advice. You listen to it. You take what you want, and you move on. So it's a great meeting. Thanks for watching. Wow. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Let's thank Ozzy for the, for the good incense. She brought the coffee and the... Cheryl. Cheryl, the donuts. And thank you all for helping me. We'll go ahead and... Gluten-free donuts. And the suggestion is uh, get your AA degree and drop your BS. Huh? <laughs> and if you go to AA, you don't have to see the uh, DA. <laughs> yeah. That's your dog, Sam. Huh? That's your dog? That is your dog? Who, who's father? Our father. Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Keep coming back, it works! Hey, uh, I didn't get to hear your story. What happened? Uh, I, I had to apologize. I used you as a uh, mannequin. Pardon me? Mannequin. I used you as a mannequin. Here, Okay, you're welcome. Your daughter. Thank you. Donut? What do you think? What do you think? Oh, everybody doesn't want a donut today. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Uncle Bob. Oh, okay. Thank you very much for doing this for her. Oh, you're right. Annabelle, it was nice meeting you. Okay, you're coming back. We need to meet you. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, sure. okay. back yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, Whenever I'm out with my mom, definitely I'll be out What's here. There's 20 bucks. Okay. Um, I'm still waiting for Nicole to take me out to Wall to Wallet Creek or Concord to make you. Yeah, she said. I'm just letting you yes. know. Yes. Uh, you want to keep that? Oh yeah, we're gonna. Oh, uh, we can put it in the in the thing over yeah, there. the box over there. So Thank anyway. You. Yeah, give me a donut out of it. Help you. Yeah. Take two or three. No. Otherwise, it's all going to go in my dad's stomach. No, it's not. Yeah, I'm here. No. Oh, yeah, they can have some. Davey can have it. Oh, thank you. All is well? Yeah. Do you want one? Everything's good. Yeah. Help yourself. Yeah, woman. Thank you, Ozzy. Thank you, Ozzy, for bringing the coffee. I'm good, thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm sure. Did you walk green? Oh, I'm like that one guy. I can't eat sweets oh, or anything. Bye, everybody. Pleasure meeting you. Bye. 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 So go ahead and lock her up. Uh huh. Oh man. There you go. Hold on to this receipt. I mean, before you go, I'm just saying. Uh.
Right on, right on the money. Yes, and then of course, uh, well, well, you know, we already know we we we, we got our account. And, uh, that a wonderful news, huh? Got to get a locker. Yeah. Hallelujah! Get a locker. <laughs> We're looking for one. The other thing is, we need our own uh, our own sign up there on that wall. Yep. You know, right there. Yep. And I guess we have to get it approved from them. Right. From the steering committee. Easy. Nine a.m. Fully closed. Right, mine. And 8.30 on Saturday. 8.30. That's your signature. Oh, 8.30 Saturday meeting? No. Yeah. We do a yeah, meeting yeah. on 8.30 on Saturday. You know, we have a men's meeting. No. That's not until 12.30. We have an 8.30 meeting on Saturday morning? It's not a men's meeting. I know the guy that started it. It's an umbrella group? It's our group. We started it. I started it. Yeah, Keith. That was Keith's idea. Yes. You know, I used to come over here on Saturdays because I knew somebody would show up and they would show up at court cards and I'd get them outside. Now, you know, we don't have to worry about that. We should have a women's meeting. <laughs> yeah, right after that. Yeah, right after that. Uh, who got a key? Oh, okay. I need to get the big one. I got, huh? I need to, uh... <laughs>